What are you laughing at? What's so funny? I found wig hair on He didn't you. even say anything funny yet. No. Is he that funny? I found wig Jimmy hair. Schubert she that funny? She can't get over the fact that uh, she found the wig hair on you, bro. Was that a wig hair? I think so. What are you implying? I don't know. This is all natural. I do. You know, I'll tell you a fun fact about me. I threw me. it down. What? I don't know if you know this. I don't know if I should say it. I've said it on my on action junkies before. It. I, I'm gonna be 50 next year, yeah, Jimmy. Good for you. So uh, the hair Yikes. is is all me. Wow. But on the top, it's thin. Mm-hmm. That just happens. I sprinkle a little powder. Oh, do you do a little powder? I do a little topic oh, powder. Oh, I've seen this. Did you know that? Fun no, fact? no. Dude, I was so actually. I cannot I, rub my hand. No, don't touch my head. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was actually in a, in a liquor store in Denver. Yeah. And the guy had like he was like bald, like I mean, and he had his head was painted black. Like I'm going, you're not <laughs> fooling anybody with that, bro. It looks like it looks like someone painted a fucking hair helmet on you. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? You what know are you what gonna mean? do? He's trying at least, you know. Yeah. We'll give at, least that at least at least he's doing something. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking. Two years from now, if I make it that far, it's time that I just gotta do the I gotta do the Joe Rogan. Do the shave? Yeah. No. Well, you know what the thing is, it's actually they say that uh, bald guys are sexier and like you know do, do better in life for some reason. Like, really? Yeah, some guys. It's are... better to be bald than have like weird patches. Right. You I'll don't give, want the I'll patches. I'll give you that. I'll give right. you that. You don't want we don't really have to go like, bald with Chemotherapy patch with patches. Oh. <laughs> right. You know, it's okay. Right. Yeah, cool. Dang. Why don't you just shave it? Right. No yeah. comb over. None of that. No. Yeah. No need yeah, for that. We're walking around with Trump hair. No. Good God, no. No, thank you. Well, man, it's good to have you. And we got lucky. We got to go see our friend Russell Peters yeah. uh, when he was here at the Palms. And you came on right before him and annihilated the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Natalie and I being two of the people in yeah, the man, crowd. Yeah, it was, man, it was fun. I, I, I mean, I love Russell's audiences, the crowds. I mean, we just, after that, you know, we, Russell had brought me to India. Which was amazing. We did like uh, you know five or six shows in India, and we we're like in Pune and Ahmedabad and Hyderabad, and we were in Bombay for a couple of days, and it was just uh, an amazing once in a lifetime trip, you know. And then we went to Kuwait, and then we flew back, and it was like wow, it was so it went by so fast, and it was so much fun to do. Now, when you're with him, are you on? Are you flying all these places on private jet? Are you guys no, no, commercial? We, we flew uh, we flew commercially, you know, okay. first first class and, and business class and stuff like that. I mean, you can't fly to India. I literally. Flew almost 24 straight hours to get to, to Pune, India. I mean, we went from I went from Miami because I was down there doing a show. I went to Nepal, to Delhi, to Bhopal, to Pune, India, and it was like I literally got off the plane, went to the hotel. I had about four or five hours, and I had to go up in front of 6,000 people, never having performed wow. in India before, not even knowing what I was going to do. I was I was just thinking about the funny stuff because oh, it's just like America. I go, yeah, except for the hamburger press bit. Didn't go over well because they don't need hamburger. There. So they wouldn't even know what the fuck. No is. hamburger. No. It's funny because as soon as we flew out of India, we went to Kuwait, and the first thing we did, we set out for Shake Shack, some cheeseburgers, and some chocolate shakes. Because I got to tell you, I don't know if uh, curry is an Indian word meaning ass fire, because that shit. I said to the waiter, I said, "Do you have anything without spice in it?" He goes, uh, "Water." We have water. No, I swear. But they also have peppered water. They even have spice in the in the water. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I was not farting with a lot of confidence over India. Let's put it that way. And they're not even sweating over there, are they? Do well, they no, even... no. But it's you know, it's it, but it's you know, food is amazing. It's unbelievable. You go to these like you go to these state these hotels and they do like this giant like breakfast spread, like everything you can imagine. They're like you know yogurts and, and danishes and egg and, and just it's unbelievable. 
it's like a supermarket except it's a, like a breakfast buffet. Right. It's, it's a fruits and dried fruits and nuts and you know uh, Indian food and an American ver version of it. Obviously, there was no uh, no bacon in Kuwait. No bacon. Right. No booze. Muslims say you know it was veal bacon and, and it was like it wasn't like regular bacon. But they don't eat. I don't know. A lot of people know they don't eat bacon over in the Middle East. It's not like a, a thing. They don't dig on swine. They don't dig on swine, man. Okay. I have a friend of mine who's Muslim. His name is Muhammad. I like a rack of ribs. Now he's a devout Muslim, <laughs> except for the pork issue. The pork issue, he believes every man should have a barbecue. His name is Muhammad. I like a rack of ribs. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah but they don't. They, they don't. They don't. They, do, they just don't eat swine. They don't dig on. Them. Man, I, mean? I couldn't live without bacon. I need my bacon. No, but I that's can. what I'm saying. You, you, yeah, it's, it's little things. But, but did like, they were they able to follow you? Like, the, yeah, the, I, you know, you just kind of open your act up. You make it a little broader. I mean, I'm an Americanized comedian. I'm very specific. Right. And I think the more specific you can get, you know, God's in the details. It makes it funnier. Uh, but over there, you just kind of like back off and that's, don't, don't be so specific. Just kind of open it up because, like I said, it's, English isn't their first language, and you know, stand-up comedy is something that's kind of new to them. I mean, here it, it's really kind of a uniquely American art form, right. like jazz music, and so it's not really something. But they, they've got they gotten hip to it. Like I've done China and Singapore. I've been all over the world. You go to Singapore, you know, you get in trouble, like like Lenny Bruce kind of trouble, get locked up if you say right. anything about the the, the 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 people that run the country or whatever. It's very, it's like real. Um, yeah, you have to be careful when you travel. You don't want to cause an international incident. You don't want to go over to Kuwait and go. You know, I suggest if you guys move the eye hole in the burqa <laughs> down over the girl's mouth, you'd all be a little bit happier. <laughs> Get out of the country, you son of a bitch. How dare you? I go, hey, look. But you know what? I got to tell you, I'm surprised the burqa hasn't caught on in this country. As much time as men spend waiting for their fucking... I got my makeup, my... Look, just throw the burqa on. We're going to fucking chilies, right? Just fucking, just fucking take care of your eyebrows. That guys' life way easier. Yeah, and our life. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about it. No, but that's what I'm saying. You know, you know, you know just fucking trim the eyebrows. You throw yeah. the burqa on. You don't want you know, your eyebrows just looking like an African caterpillar. Trim them back a no. little bit, and you're good. But uh, yeah, I was. Where are you from? Uh, my father's penis originally. <laughs> I, uh, I grew up in uh, Philadelphia. 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 And then you moved to LA so when you started doing stand up, or did you start in Philly? No, I started in Philly. I started. Okay. I actually, believe it or not, when I was nine, I, I was doing. I started doing magic, and uh, I was an accomplished professional magician by the time I was like 15, 16, and then like about 18 years old, I kind of like hung up the wand and retired the rabbit, and I just wanted to go to comedy clubs and get good. But I was able to get like performance chops, and, and it's funny last year I, uh, I auditioned for the Magic Castle to become a magician member and I passed so we're kind of like getting back into that it's kind of like a, it's like I'm like a, a hardcore hobbyist I would say really? like a top seated amateur crazy card tricks well I'm not going to demote myself from national touring headliner to right. doing little Lenny Horowitz's bar mitzvah I'm not going to do that <laughs> you know what I mean that's your birthday's just, coming up maybe it we is. can yeah. Uh, well, hire you yeah that. well I, I, that, I do adult close up magic I, in fact I want to call I want to call my show Angry Magic you know? <laughs> Angry well, you, Magic you, you sold my stand up yeah, yeah. Angry Magic Magic. It's a yeah. special kind of like it's just I'm not doing fucking kid shows. I'm talking <laughs> to an adult, fucking dirty, close up magic. You know what I mean? Like it, like because you know conjuring is a gentle art. It's the gentle art of conjuring. And then I take it up. I'm a fucking bull in a china.
the shop. I thought, the pick a card. Could you remember the fucking card? Or are we going to forget what the card is? Because what are we doing here, all right? Why even fucking do a magic trick for you, baby? So I, I forget I, it. If you talk to me like that, right? I'm like, what was it? No, no, no. But you people. Well, you see me do stand-up. Yeah. It's like my stand-up persona. Yeah. Now I have a deck of cards. But I think that's a great idea for a show. If you were doing like David Blaine level close-up stuff with that personality of the fucking... I'll tell you another thing. Those would be funny videos, actually. If you ever just randomly went out on the strip and you just did videos with that and that persona would be hilarious. Yeah, just like, uh, you know... Yeah, it would be. I'll work on it. I'm working on it. Though. All right. But that's funny because last night I was at Brad Garrett's and we yep. did a show and we were hanging out with the staff and I did like 30 minutes. I did like a 30 minute close up show for like the, the people at the club. Really? Oh yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Because uh, I, I I like to I like doing magic as much as I do, but I like kind of like you know small intimate gatherings. I'm not you know. I'm Had you like, gone a long time without doing magic? Like you said, you hung it up. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, you didn't do anything. I was always for... dabbling. I always liked it. I always I like the history. I like reading about it. I love you know like uh, you know Robert Houdini. And, and, and who Harry Houdini kind of took his name from, but there's it's like a, it's like really one of the world's oldest art forms. I mean, you you, could, you could go back into ancient Egypt, the hieroglyphics of guys doing the cups and balls routine. That's how old the fucking cups and balls routine is. But I just love it's so oh, fucking diabolical when you find out the method. That is so fucking diabolical. How could someone think of like that? So that's what fascinates me about it. But it's all in presentation. It's all. Yeah. And, and plus, it's like one of those things like. Uh, I don't lose my mind on the road because I'm always working on something. I'm always in the room working on something because you can, I mean, you can only jerk off so much. Can I say that? <laughs> yes, uh, of course. Well, it's just, yeah, it's Vegas. You, you can do anything in Vegas. No, because, you know, because, you know what I'm saying, you know, last time I squirted, knee cartilage came out. I go, that can't be good. So I got to, let me go, okay, too much? All right, listen, no, but my, Even the visuals, enough. That's what I do. That's what I do. I right. paint pictures with words. That's what I do. I'm sorry. That's what I was talking about. Like, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, I'm having a great time at Brad's uh, this week. I love doing Brad's Club. And I, I also love doing uh, Harry Basil's place. I saw that you guys had him on. Yeah. But in Harry's room, to me, it's like a gymnasium. Like, I got 14 shows. If I'm working on stuff, like, and I get, like, 20 or 30 minutes, I'm going to just try to figure it out. I'll come here and just do it by 14 shows. By the time you're done, you get a brand-new half-hour material, you know? Before we started rolling, you actually paid Harry some serious props just now before we started rolling. You yeah. said... Yeah, because I was a doorman at the comedy store. I used to watch Harry Basil, and I like, guess, I mean, dude, I, I've never seen, like, like an entire audience, like, get, they were laughing so hard. You could see, when you stood in the back of the room, you had, they would have their bodies going like this, and he was making them laugh, and dude, it, it was great. There was music cues, he would bring people up, you know, all those movies and stuff, they did the Top Gun, and, and it was like, he'd do these costume changes, and it was it was amazing. I used, I used to love watching, it was nothing but fun, and the audiences had a great time. I mean, he was a monster, man. Yeah. And that says a lot, because you've seen him all. You worked at the comedy Yeah, store. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was... Uh and, and now, you know, obviously he's going on to direct and write and, you know, kind of a, and, and run the club up here. So, yeah, it's, uh, um, yeah, it's amazing. I, I used to watch him and just be in awe. Of, like, you know, I never saw a whole audience, like, good, get this motion where they're laughing so hard. You can just watch the waves of heads bobbing, you know. When you were at the comedy store working as a doorman, did you also do sets while you were, or yeah. did, was that your in to, to doing yeah, that? Yeah, that was Mitzi's uh, kind of like the system. You would start there working a the door. And then you got to watch some of the best comedians in the country. I mean, I watched uh, Carlin and Pryor 
Kinnison and, and Robin Williams and, and Andrew Dice Clay and Arsenio Hall and Gary Shandling and Jeff Cesario and Louis Anderson and just yeah. all these like world class amazing comedians. And I, and I would just sit there, I studied it like a science. I was trying to find the eight things that all the great comics had in common. But you could also learn as much watching a bad comedian as you could watch a good comedian about what not to do. Some guys would come out, they would they would talk at an audience and they wouldn't talk to an audience. They would talk over their heads or down to them and it would turn the audience off. But the, the really good guys were masterful. It was it was great to watch. And that's how like that's how I really learned how to do it. I mean, you you're watching a guy named Carl LeBeau, who was an amazing comedian. And we, I wound up touring with Sam Kinison. Oh, so wow. it was me, Carl, and, and, and Carl really kind of took me under his wing. And I'm doing like 5,000 seats. And like, how do you make 5,000 seats intimate? And right. So you had to perform the joke. You had to be the whole joke. You had to like, you know, make it bigger so they could get it, you know. And and so that's really kind of where I, when I was touring with Kinison, really formed my kind of persona and found my voice was like you know and that, and now that's why I say you do it, like doing those shows with Russell it's like I love crowds like that I love a big audience you know I was just going to ask you do, do you find the bigger audiences are easier than the comedy store in, in the smaller room uh, you know, no, I, I, you know, stand-up is kind of an intimate art form, as when you do those bigger rooms, though, I mean, you, you know, you do have to think about those things, because you, you know, when you go, you go through, like, a 200-seat comedy club, like, doing 6,000 people in Penang, India, it's like, hey, I'm gonna make a few adjustments here, you know, <laughs> calling audibles in your head, you know, you're going, I, I could do this, I could do this, you know, so, yeah, but, and then when, once it was in the culture, you start noticing things, you start coming up with stuff on your own, and then you start making fun of the culture, or making fun of you in their culture like yeah I didn't realize that you know they didn't eat hamburger meat I would have made myself sorry I'm, a, I'm an idiot uh, foreigner visiting your country I don't know that you people don't eat hamburger meat the cow is sacred my friend we do not eat the cow alright thanks for the heads up <laughs> no but I love it man I love making people laugh more than anything that's my favorite thing to do and I you're at Brad Garrett's this week, yeah. We're and Brad then you rattled off your schedule again before we were on. Your schedule's crazy coming up. Yeah, you know it's uh, you know kind of it's good. the holidays are going to be here, so it's as you know as busy as I want it to be. I'm going to go spend some time with my family. I'm going to see my mom and dad, go see my nieces and my nephews, and go see, recharge my battery a little bit. And I'm doing uh, I'm doing the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey, for New Year's Eve with uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. And then uh, I'm going to fly out to Vancouver. I'm doing a week out there. It's just nonstop, man. Life out of a suitcase. What's your favorite place to perform? That's a good is there question. one? That's a good question. You know, I, I you know what I like about Vegas. What I like about Vegas is everybody comes from all over. Yeah. So you really get a good gauge. Of, like if I was doing a TV set, I would come to Vegas and work on it. Because then you get a good gauge of what would work and what didn't work. It's funny because if you just do New York and LA, you have no idea what the middle of the country likes. And, I, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm all about if it's funny here, it should be funny here, it should be funny here, it should be really universal. I think, you know, like uh, stand up like music should be accessible to everybody. I think you should be able to, and I, I know a lot of people, don't, but I always kind of like if you do a national one, it should be accessible to everybody. It should be geographical or regional, even though you could probably do some jokes about that. But uh, I think it. Uh, yeah, it's a universal language. I think you know you, you want everybody to laugh. You know you don't want people sitting there staring at you like that and had a good shit in a month. <laughs> it's a terrible feeling. Yeah, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> on both ends of the spectrum. Right. Yeah, on yeah, both ends. Yeah, it's horrible feeling. So uh, yeah, but uh, 
Yes, yeah, so, and then we'll, we'll see what happens next year. I got a, I got a movie coming out that I did with um, this great director named Michael Maxis. It's called Puppy Love, but it's with Hopper Penn and Michael Madsen and Wayne Newton's in it, wearing a wife beater and Cowboy Cerrone from the UFC. It's oh, nice. Movie. It's like this movie I did called Go. It has this kind of great feeling about it. But So uh, he's already had six offers on it, so they're just lock and pick. They let's lock picture, they're doing sound, and then we'll be kind of going to release. I'd like to do more of that, though, probably. Yeah. So, like, yeah, as I get older, I'm just the traveling is... Uh, it used to be fun. Right. Now people got to bring fucking cats on the airplane. Therapy cats? <laughs> therapy cats, yeah. The fucking therapy cats. You, you know, it's a, it, 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 you know, charge, charge you for everything. Like, All right, people, let's go gas money. I said, what? Fucking <laughs> gas money? I, Jesus, yeah, it's a new thing we're doing called fuck the customer. Let's go. Gas money, we don't land this bitch. I know, it's just weird, though. It's like, it used to be fun traveling. Now it's like, you know, it's like a, a full-time job. Like everything. It's social media, like everything. It's like... You know, it's I, I, social. I fucking hate social media. I I, I have this love hate relationship with it. You know, you too. I what I yeah. No, but you got, Remember when I messaged you? I'm like, my soul is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but you got. But you got. You, you have to do enough of it to stay relevant. You you're have in the, to. In the entertainment industry. Yeah. It's like it's like I was doing this thing the other day. Like, you know, today on the Jimmy Schubert show, I'm gonna swallow a little camera. You guys are gonna take a ride through my lower GI, and whoever guesses the right amount of polyps on my colon gets two free tickets to my next show. I mean, it's like well, how much? It's actually a great giveaway. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a great giveaway. We'll do it next week. But I mean, nobody wants to ride through my fucking colon. Right. Yeah. Be surprised. License plates, <laughs> license plates, and old tires. What'd you eat? A shark? What's wrong? No, but uh, but uh, yeah, just kind of. Uh, it's like, how much information do you really want to know about something? Right. Like, I don't. Like I, like I don't even. I mean, like it's like it's now. It's like all this stuff. What are my pronouns? I, I don't even give a fuck what your pronouns are. I, I grew up in Philly, an Italian neighborhood. Our program was you and use, you and use. There's your pronouns. I don't know what. To, I, don't, I mean, it's, I can't keep track. I can barely remember my password. I'm not gonna fucking worry about what your fucking pronouns are. For God's sake, everybody goes, "Yeah, you know, Kayla was so brave. Kayla Jenner was so brave." I go, "No, she wasn't. All she really did was make her eulogy awkward." You know, look, I knew Bruce for 66 years. He was a hell of a guy. I only knew Caitlin for the 12, and she was a real twat. Anyway, may they both rest in peace. You know what I mean? I mean, it's Oh, my God. Sorry. My face is starting to hurt I again. Know. I'm having flashbacks I when know. we saw him. Speaking of which, we're going to come see you tomorrow night yes, at Garrett's, Garrett's Comedy, Comedy Club. Club. Yes. MGM. Thank yes. you for the invite. Yes. Yeah, and, and you wear something tight, all right? I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll try to I, wear Because when I go on stage, I don't wear any underwear, which probably <laughs> explains the danger from my shoes. Anyway, tomorrow night. <laughs> the visuals. <laughs> ah. the <laughs> Jimmy right, Schubert. I paint pictures with her. I love I it. Uh, right? What do you see in my show? You'll be laughing. So, so horrible. We're Jimmy done. Schubert, we're wait, done. Yeah. Thank you for Thank stopping you by the Vegas Bye. Junkies today. Really, really nice meeting yeah, you guys. Oh, back. Back. I don't know what that transition even looks like, Ty, but uh, Jimmy Schubert's gone, and now we've replaced him with a much better looking Magic. guest. No offense, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. None taken, right? Yeah. None. No. Stephanie Vino. Hi. Hi. Like Thanks for <laughs> Stephanie is a product of me sliding into the DMs, Nat. Oh. Just yes. a couple days I'm ago. Sorry. Sometimes I read them. Yeah. Amazing. Reply. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's probably nice to have a non-creepy one. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got there's non-creepers. There's you know yeah. you've got some, but you know it's a world. So we'll talk about you in a moment, but you just said I just brought up something. Yeah. So now someone I'll be hacked like, into your phone. <laughs> Come okay. on, Nat. So what happened was. I I did this gig in Miami, so I was trying to like shorten the routine that was like four minutes long into a minute. So I was editing the video, and um, I downloaded this new app, and I didn't read the terms and conditions because who really does that? I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I just want to edit my videos. 
Well, I was doing that. I started getting random text messages from people, like, but not like, not like, hey, what's up? It was like, and to respond to a question I never asked. Really? And I was like, oh shit, what's going on? So I got that from three different people. And then they would get a text from me, but I wouldn't get the reply. So we were having a conversation without having a conversation. I texted my boyfriend, happy Valentine's Day, love bug. Whoa. But I didn't. Yeah. So I was like, crap. My friend's like, I think you got hacked. The new app that I downloaded. So, you cut. Do not download. Don't that download. You cut. Because okay. that has a virus. So I That's deleted it and then restarted my phone. And everything was okay. I mean, nobody else has replied saying like, okay. what are you talking about? So if you get a creepy message from me that has nothing to do with anything, my apologies. Oh my gosh. That's Whoa. so crazy. I didn't that think it could insane. happen. I freaked out. So you know, your phone is like, right. Yeah, that's insane. Especially right now. More uh, viable than your laptop or anything else. So I was like, crap. Oh There's gosh. some pictures in there. Who knows? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I got a little did nervous. I deleted, yeah. I did. I deleted like my Venmo. I got all Were you worried about that? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. videos? I was a little. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyway, so that's what happened last Hashtag night. Hashtag naughty <laughs> Natalini. Yeah, there you go. Oh, gosh. We so my apologies for the randomness if yeah. you get anything. My apologies. So tell us about you. I saw on your Instagram you, you were a ring girl, you um, model, you're a photographer. Yeah. Um, uh, where do I go? Where do we where start? Where do I start? Uh, Whatever ringo. Comes when, when were you a ringo? Was that for boxing? Or? Um, I, I still do it. I'm okay. a ring girl for WCK Muay Thai. Oh, wow. So I do. I drive to LA every month to work for that. Okay. Or San Diego or Ontario wherever the fights are located. Are you okay. a fan of the sport as well? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, before you were a ring girl you were? Or since yeah. being a ring girl like you can't help but watch it and become kind of a fan? It's kind of, it was, yeah, it kind of happened like that. But yeah, especially once you experience it and you're up close, you're like, holy shit, can yeah. you curse on here? Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. sure. Holy yeah. Shit. yeah. Like it's like really like. And Muay Thai crazy. is intense. Like it's because it's, it's a lot of elbows close, uh, close yeah. in. And, and it's full, it's full. And world. those guys kick like yeah. they, they rotate the hips like it's nobody's business yeah, yeah. i thought someone take someone out with an elbow oh my yeah. gosh yeah yeah every every time i go every month there's something crazy that goes down really but it's you know it's fun no yeah for sure <laughs> now is it nerve-wracking to, to be the ring girl because it's like all eyes on you holding up the car like it's kind of got feels like uh, awkward or no or no, once you once you do it i've done it for three years now okay so it's just kind of like oh going up again for the 20th time yeah. <laughs> no that's like you, it just kind of gets that to, that to that point, but you know, I love it. And you've built up a nice following on Instagram. You got like 200,000 something, 270 or something, yeah, 270,000 yeah. followers. Uh, it took me a year. Um, yeah. It all started because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay, just so you know, I've been on Instagram five years. I'm creeping up on 2,700. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's just what no. am I doing? Yeah. I keep losing followers. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it's you just have to be consistent and post every day. Um, it all started because I wanted to be a Victoria's Secret model, but I am very short. How tall uh, are you? I'm five foot three. Oh, five foot. Wait, what are you? I'm five four. Oh, you're the tall one. So you're five four. <laughs> you're five three, and then my girlfriend back here, the pint sized warrior. Let's start our own. Whatever. Start our own agency. Yeah. The, one, the one behind you, you can't see her right now, but you guys have seen. Uh, she claims five feet. It's, it's four eleven and a half. Uh, yeah. You know, but we're the good ones. Yeah, yeah, the for sure. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it started like that, and so I was like, I'm just gonna build my Instagram up, and they they're not gonna be able to tell me no. Exactly. So I've been doing that ever since, I and like, like it. working my butt off. Um, I love yeah, it. I'm, Maybe you should start like hashtag Short Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Short, 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 short <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. How tall do they have to be? Like five seven? You five, can't six? even send in your application without being like, I think it's. 
yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say 5'10", uh, way taller than 5'7". Like, really? Yeah. It yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. They don't even, like, look at you, and especially in this generation, like, they're Amazon. My goodness. Which, yeah, and you'd think, like, now they're even doing, like, plus-size models, yeah. Victoria's Secret. Like, you don't, you could almost argue, like, it's the same discrimination, really. So, I come mean, on, guys. Like, yeah. what's going on? Women who wear lingerie are not 5'10". They're yeah. nuggets like us. Right. So. And, and it's mostly, you know, we don't have to do runway. We could do the magazine part. Right. <laughs> like, right. there's other things we could do. Exactly. Yeah. And it's funny. I don't know where that came from, because, like, I mean, just, like, as a guy, like, guys don't care. Like, hot is hot. They don't That's really true. care if you're 5'10", 5'8". It's not like guys like, oh, she'd be a great model, but she's just, only 5'6". The, like, yeah. the clothing just looks better, I will admit. I'm taller than yeah. girls. <laughs> if I Even, wear the same thing, it just, it just doesn't look the, the same. The way the... Uh, Designer designs it. Yeah. Got it. But yeah. even lingerie? Even lingerie. Really? There's something that would just look better. It's different. You gotta have a long torso. On the runway. On the runway, but not in Got person. It. On the person, we. Yeah. Right, right, right. It, we'd look long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keep it real. Yeah. All right. Are you from Vegas? Um, I was born in New York and then grew up here. Born where? In New York. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's I don't need no accent. I don't even hear it. Yeah, it's, you know, I moved when I was four. Okay. So, <laughs> where where upstate? Um, Goshen. Is that or near Monroe. Binghamton? No. Yeah, Wrong way? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I don't All know. Right. Up towards Monroe or like Woodstock. Okay. Where it was like up there. Aww. And then what made you move here? Why here? Uh, my parents. Uh, oh. They owned a business and so they kind of had it like um, in all the casinos and one of those kiosks, the little ones. Um, Got it. So they sold that in 2007 and did other things and then, yeah, and that's how it all started. And, uh, Are the parents still in Vegas? Okay. Yeah. You They're like it? Uh, yeah. Uh, I moved I moved to LA when I was 19 and oh, so wow. like, <laughs> and, like, they didn't want me to be an actress or a model, so I ended up waking them up in the middle of the night and saying bye, and like leaving. Wow! And I think that's the craziest thing like I've done. And Wait, I had like what? 160 bucks on me, and I was just killing it. And that's when I got the tattoo on my back that says it's kind of fun to do the impossible because when you put yourself in those positions, like you can exactly. really do anything. Exactly. And so like. Yeah, and wait that's a minute, when wait I, a minute. Back <laughs> she up. She says it's so casual. Yeah, wait, wait. Like, that's like my favorite walk thing. Walk me to through say. this. It's crazy to me. You're at your parents' house. You're 19. Yeah. Literally the middle of the night. Yeah, I packed my friend's car up and I left. Um, I told them a couple weeks before uh, that I wanted to like move to LA, and they're kind of like just strong Italians, you know. They kind of said like all the reality to it, but I'm an optimist, so I didn't see that. Like I was like, I'm at ground zero here. I can be a ground zero there, and you know, chase my dreams. Um, yeah, yeah. Why not? Like so, I ended up just waking them up and saying bye, and it was it was really hard, but I'll never forget that drive. It was like 6 a.m. and it was. Like following your eyes <laughs> yeah, out? Like, no, yeah. I bet. I bet. It That's was definitely scary. Like and, yeah. and you want their approval, obviously. Oh, you don't yeah. want to have friction with mom and dad. Oh, yeah. And but. how are they now? Now they're like, they love it. They're impressed. They can't <laughs> believe it. They're growing on it. Like, I do other things now, like, because I want to do Victoria's Secret. And, like, right. we're strong Catholic. I went to Catholic school. So, but they're just, they're just proud of who I am and, like, what I'm doing. I'm also writing a TV show, so I think they're really proud on that moment right now. <laughs> so, What's the TV yeah, show yeah, about? Your life kind of thing? Uh, no. Um, I grew up in a thing called geocaching where it's like secret treasure hunting. So it's actually a show about treasure hunting. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I am so into like treasure hunting and so it's actually yeah, a whole show about a guy that hid treasure in the Rocky Mountains and we go out to find it. 
Yeah. They have them hikes too, right? Like I went to Zion and did Angels Landing and they have little like codes and stuff where you can go up and on the trail and there's treasures everywhere. That's it. I've never heard of that okay. part. I was like, whoa, I'm going to be looking at that. that. One. So, look at that one, Angels Landing. I yeah. don't know the guy's name. I got to get it from my buddy Stryker. Stryker, if you're watching, who's your treasure hunter friend that actually found like, I want to say like a hundred million dollar like, at the bottom of the ocean or something. I'm, I'm a striker. Are you watching? I need I need the like, info. Real talk, yeah, I need this. I'm gonna have to I'll have to we have to do part two now. So this is yeah. the way we get you back. Yeah, this exactly. is the way we have to piggyback because well, I can I need your help to get to three thousand followers. Oh, sure, I'm not sure. greedy. Steph, I'm just trying to get to three thousand. I'm sure we can that's get you my, there. That's my that's my milestone. Oh my god, no worries. Yeah, you Continue. do that in twenty minutes. <laughs> I'll just like, keep leaving you little things about like, me. So Done. treasure hunting, how did you how did this happen? You're very interesting. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, we we weren't a wealthy family, so my parents looked at things to do that weren't expensive. And there's a thing called geocaching, and it's literally the world. It's the hugest treasure hunt game in the world. They're literally all over, and there's three million hidden. And you just get on your phone. Now there's an app. It, it's, it used to be totally different. You had a GPS, and you'd go around and you. With the metal detector thing. No, you don't need a metal detector. You, you know what I'm talking about? The thing at the beach. Yeah. I always see people. No, <laughs> yeah, always at the beach. No, I grew up in Orange County, so we. Okay. That's, that sounds fun, but this one, you use a GPS and it gives you the coordinates and then they give you a hint. Um, and then you, it's like, don't look under a rock, but it's usually maybe a pine cone in a tree. And like, the people that don't know about geocaching, we actually call you muggles. We did steal that from Harry Potter. And, but like, so most of the time, they're in light posts. And you just lift up the light post and it's an Altoid cans magnetized to the thing. Um, sometimes there's, there's treasure in it if you... You have to put something in to get something out or whatever. Okay. Um, but it's definitely for kids and like family. I do it now. I do it like once a week just to like keep Here in going. Vegas? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is like there, where so, is there a lot in Vegas? Oh my god, there's about I think there's about three thousand in Vegas. They're everywhere. Three thousand different little and like oh, what would fun. the treasure be? Like what would it be? Um you know, it's what people decide to put in. It could be coins, it could be a gift card, it could be little knickknacks. It could be like, like a, one of your, your Starbucks gift cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be awesome. Right. I have anything so like you have that. to leave something and to where, get like something, literally, right? so it'll okay. be like T-Mobile Arena in a potted plant uh, near the box office or something like that. Something Kinda close like to that. that. It gives you the coordinates, and then you follow the GPS to that spot, and then you just have to look. But so you have to be. It's like secretive. Pokemon Go, but on steroids with real tangible stuff. The original. It's the original. The original. Yeah. Because it was when I was younger. I'm 26 now, so okay. it, uh, definitely when I was like 10. You know? I'm just curious, like, how do you know if people left something or didn't leave something? Do you like? Scan? I guess it's it all in the honor on. code. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scouts honor type yeah. thing. Got it. Okay. You can tell, like, you can't leave anything in like the Altoids ones. It's just who can ever get to that one first. Okay. Um, and we used, we, me and my family, we found about 476. That's amazing. So that's where I go into my TV show on how, like. Yeah, it's just like And you have crazy. to leave something to get something. Yeah. And that always has to be like you how do you do it like with equal value or it's not it, because you don't know what, yeah. what you're going to be getting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Treasure, I guess. Yeah, and is it on the doing. honor system? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, it's definitely oh, online. <laughs> I was like uh, literally <laughs> just a second ago. <laughs> Oh, you just yeah, 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 I missed yeah. that. I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still in my head. I'm so I mean, confused like, by this. Pokemon. Yeah, I'm yeah, still like, I'm in shock over this. Like this yeah. is not what I was expecting. I yeah, it. look it up. It's a free app. 
Yeah, whenever you want. Done. Okay. Fun. So people, where can they see your show? Is it like an uh, it's, We're Right now we're working on the Kickstarter. It should be launching in 2020. Okay. okay. Now we're getting, um, I, right now I'm writing the I'm writing the script. It's not really a script because it's it's literally going out. And right. Like, and you'll just put it on like YouTube it's or organic, something? Or? Uh, no, we're going to like, house. yeah, okay. exactly. Or you're trying to get? Yeah, we're trying to go. Um, a, A&E or Discovery yeah, exactly. or whatever. History Channel. History um, channel. Um, okay. I want to kind of do it like, I'm saying like catfish. I want to have a video recorder with my co-host and I want to go out and I want to, you know, like meet the locals, talk about who the person was, um, how he grew up, because he's known as the original Indiana Jones. So it's kind of wow. like getting to know him. And I feel like his whole thing is I want people to see nature. So like I want a whole bunch of scenes where just showing like just the world. And like that's why another thing why I became a photographer is to show nature. And I know I shoot myself, but that's building myself up too. But like nature is just awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I can go on a second. I'm like, I want to hang out with her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm like, I am uh, yeah. launching on. Right? Yes. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, wow. Thank you for stopping by the video. Vegas junkies yeah. today. No, it's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's over. We're gonna have to have her back. I think yeah. we need. We need, we need a, full, a full episode, a full episode oh God, with stop. Stephanie. Okay. That sounds yeah. awesome. All right. So you promised to come back. Oh, I. Yeah. Come back. Whatever this. The but, promise is. That's my heart. Hope yeah. Let's get to you back when I have a big following, like three thousand, where I can really help bring you some followers. Oh, you know, it's where not I'm just. That. You know, I'm just. <laughs> 300 shy. Yeah, don't share it. Get 300 and yeah, change. I believe in you. Yeah, I'll get there. Get those yeah. hashtags going. It's, yeah. yeah, it's about hashtags. hashtags. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hashtag I failed. <laughs> All right. Stephanie Vino. Bye, and we are back with Tiffany Masters. Everybody. <laughs> I feel like magicians. We keep switching our now. Our guests. I'm so glad she's here today. Yes. Because we talked sort of about this a couple weeks ago when Adam Hunter was on. And I don't know if what I'm going to say is factually true, but I'm going to give you credit. As far as I'm concerned, what I'm saying is true. Tiffany invented the atmosphere model. You did. 100% in my brain, 2001, maybe, the Palms, which is actually how I first met you. You used to bring girls to the Palms. Where you put me in the to, hot seat here. To clubs. And mm. I met you wow. before we started rolling. She was like, I, we go back since Hangwith. So when I used to have that, the Hangwith app, which was like 2013 or something like that. But actually, uh, a photographer named John Russo. Do you, do you remember him? It's okay. It's, there's too many people. See, when you're, when you're hot, like these two, you meet too many guys. You can't keep them all straight. Um, well, I think it's, it's, it's true. I think the rain <laughs> nightclub days are a total Correct. blur. Correct. Yeah. So, um, John, John is a very famous photographer now. He shoots the covers of like GQ, Esquire, like DiCaprio, you name them. I think that we him. met him at Ghost Bar, if I remember Okay. Is so that where I met you? I think so, yes. At the top of Ghost Bar. Right. Up, up top. Yeah. And then I got reconnected to you through my buddy Stryker, Ted Stryker. Oh my god! Like in maybe '05. <laughs> in or LA. In LA. And then. Oh, what a blast! Yeah, yeah. And then didn't speak to you for a long time, and then hang with, and now here. But um, I love. We it. had comedian Adam Hunter on a couple weeks ago. We did. And um, how was I brought up into? So yeah. Natalie because couldn't come. Because I couldn't come to a show because I had an atmosphere gig. Right, and, then that's where and Adam was like, atmosphere right gig? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's where they pay girls just to show up. And I was, and yeah. then I didn't give her credit at the, on the at show the because I already knew she was coming gotcha, here. Gotcha. And I was like, oh, I'm okay. going to save that. I love that. 
thing for sure. So, creator Love of it. the Probably. atmosphere girl. And no, that, I really it was think tough. that's true. It was really tough for me because going back in those times, if you were seen with a bunch of girls, because I was a female, they said that I was a madam. Right. Yeah. You were Heidi so Fleiss. I, yeah. Right. Which was the big thing, you know, 1999 and all right. that. That was the big, you know, she was the cool thing. Right. And AVN was really big back then when porn stars were porn stars. And so when I was out, they just assumed I'm a madam because I had all these girls. But the truth was we were filming um, this show, uh, Real World, on MTV. Yep. And we needed a lot of girls upstairs at the ghost bar and Thursdays at Rain. And when we were filming that show, that was the background of it all. So, but I'm like, if they're working girls, they should be up in a hotel room, not sitting here drinking my free bottles. Right, so, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and but you've tur you've turned that into really a a pretty lucrative. Uh... Yeah, 20 years later, it's still it's a very powerful thing. Um, any venue, restaurant, uh, any business's image. You know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You are who you hang with, and How about when that? you have when you have that type of atmosphere, it creates a great thing to go to. Is it hard getting, I don't think people realize, like it's not the easiest thing probably even for you to wrangle all of the girls to show up at the same place. Now maybe you've got it down to a science because you've been doing it for I so long. I hire wranglers. <laughs> okay, but it's hard, right? It's not it easy. It's easier said cats. than done. It's like you're hurting cats. It is. It's really hard. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, at the Hard Rock, I think when we had rehab the show, that was the hardest, and I was very, very hardcore running the girls at the time. If they have a broken nail, if the spray tan is on the bed of the day bed, you're oh. out, 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 out. Like you're was, cut throat. Yeah. Oh. We have to be, though, because that's damage. Right. Yeah, it makes <laughs> right. sense. It makes perfect sense. And so. so what are you working on currently? What's going on in your world now? I, I still have atmosphere models but it's not like that we I throw events and I incorporate like bucket list activities for seven years I've had a bucket list company helping others achieve their their dreams and their wish list uh, most of the time and you knew me best when I had my relationship shows right and I found one thing that they all had in common was everyone was looking for that bucket list partner in crime. Hmm. Whether it be somebody to get off the couch with and leave the husband at home and go do stuff with, or finding that mate to go and do things with. So it's great. I'm now throwing events and incorporating everything from a great atmosphere. Um, I'm booking DJs, models, and creating great events uh, like uh, here at Trago. It's my new spot to be where we've done like a black and white party. Yep. Where everyone wears, you know, the colors black and white. We've done a Mad Patter party. And the next one that I'm really focusing on is the night before Thanksgiving. It'll be my 12th anniversary throwing the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm. And we support Gobble Gobble Give, the local charity. So this is bringing our community in together and providing a bucket list to those that are in need, like a hot meal, mm -hmm. uh, new clothes, toiletries. And the Wednesday night before, we're actually offering a complimentary cocktail here at Trago. When you bring in 
some nice used clothing, not like unmatched socks right. or whatever, but yeah. I guess don't everyone's bring rash trash shirts with holes in it, guys. Well, stuff you just don't wear anymore. Yeah. Like, we've got some suits that we're donating, you know, to help people get a job. Um, That's and great. some coats wow. and some bedding and children's clothes. Uh, lots, we have the, one of the largest population of homeless teenagers in Vegas. So, but anyway, and That's also crazy. food. Yeah and food and I'm supporting the charity uh, called Gobble Gobble Give that is the next morning in downtown Vegas and it's become a tradition where we all get together we have a drink we meet each other's families we drop off the donations then I've got my volunteers where we load up our trucks and the next morning we drop it off downtown and they have hundreds of volunteers down there serving food to the homeless and to us. That's great. So bring an extra pumpkin pie or even a turkey, anything you've got, extra side dish, and drop it off here or meet us down at Gobble Gobble Give. That's sweet. And you've like been doing that. that how many years? Uh, it's been going on for over a decade. Wow. Here. That's great. Um, and I think it's in like 18 cities. So, but Vegas, it's now, mm -hmm. it's kind of become our tradition. It's the thing to do before we're very gluttonous and our turkey hopping around town is to get up early in the morning, go out there. And it's awesome. Last year they had this tent up with people donating their time doing haircuts. Oh, that's wonderful. And really, like, it's solid to see Vegas come together and help this community. Yeah. How long have you lived in Vegas? 20 years. Wow. Where were you before that? Kansas. Kansas? <laughs> like Dorothy? Dorothy, what? long way from home. <laughs> really? Yeah. How'd you end up here? On my way to California. It's a long story. It's okay. Yeah. Give us the... Read one of my books. I think okay. I mentioned it in something, so... <laughs> yeah, I kind of got my heart broken on my way to California. Ended up in Vegas. Uh, Wait, I like was... California was supposed to be the destination? And you didn't quite make it because of the heart... Like, basically, you're moving for a guy, and the guy's... Uh, Somewhere kind of around Arizona, around Flagstaff, said... <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 no. I got a phone call in those old brick cell phones back in the I had days. that brick, the Motorola brick with the long antenna. Yeah. Yep. I had that brick before uh, Natalie before was born. Before turning around yeah. and going back to Kansas, I got a phone call from Joey D. And Joey D's like, why don't you come to Vegas? How much money do you have on you? And it wasn't much, but it was enough to get to Vegas and stay at a budget suites for a couple days. And the very first night in Vegas... Uh, I went to Rum Jungle. And oh, I've heard of this venue. <laughs> my it time. was before nightclubs had opened in Las Vegas. Right. And I was in the nightlife scene that night, and um, a, a security guard came up to me and shook my hand and said, somebody wants to meet you. And it was the night of a De La Hoya fight. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm here with my friends, you know, yep. that called over and they're like, no, come in here. No, please come in here. And he shows me this black thing in his hand and it was a black chip. And I was like, what's that? Girl from Kansas, I'm in my 20s, had no idea what that was. Yeah. And he was like, it's $100. I'm like, whoa, to come get, and I went over there and I sat and I'll never forget, I got a glass of champagne. I've only seen Dom Perignon in the movies. And I sat there and I thought to myself, how much money do I have in my purse because I'm gonna have to pay for this. And I sipped on it all night until they were like spraying it around and then, you know, and he was like <laughs> That's so putting more in there. And at the end of the night, the guys took a $500 chip, dropped it into my purse, and 
I, once again, didn't know what that little red thing was. And we went to a buffet at Mandalay Bay, and I said, well, if it's that easy, once again, atmosphere. I was just right. going to say, you actually invented provide. the atmosphere, girls. But by the the first atmosphere, the first that. paid atmosphere. This is the first she girl the ever OG. paid for being an atmosphere model I mean, we don't on the Vegas Junkie days, Show. Wow. <laughs> you know, I never thought of it that way. And that was yeah. like in 1999, like, so... And that paid for my little hotel room for a while, and I was a journalist, and I wrote online, and I started writing about my life living in Las Vegas, and it paid the bills to where I just refused to be, you know, a dancer or this or that, and ended up 20 years later really making it. And I think it had to do with the discovery of opening the first nightclubs in Vegas. And I've been there from the very beginning, and now I'm working on a new project with how Vegas began and how it's taken its fall in my life. That's a great story. It's crumbling. But you know, that's what I moved here for and it's it's so passionate to think of what you put in the universe really does come true. And I did. I told my mom I'm moving to Vegas, you know, like I'm this is what I've like Never forget that. Calling Motivation back to Monday, everybody. Yeah, right. Motivation <laughs> Monday. Motivation Monday. Yeah, Dang, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Ty can relate. He's done a tour duty at the Budget Suites, so he's uh, <laughs> he, he relates. Yes, he relates. I relate. Yeah. I tuned right in. That's one of the things I've always admired about you is is in a town that there's a, I don't want to say a stigma, but you know there's a perception maybe sometimes of like girls that look Especially like this. Especially when you're a woman. Make money hard. a certain way and only a certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true, you know? Yeah. And you're always been very entrepreneurial mm -hmm. and uh, a hustler in a good way. Uh, you, you know, like of, of just, you know, entrepreneur and just figuring it out and, and repackaging and reinventing yourself. and It's and very important to keep keep your brand while you're reinventing you know god rest his soul but robin leach taught me that you know my best friend of 19 years there so that's a it's a, it's an amazing city to make any opportunity happen unfortunately when i moved here there weren't a lot of women you'd never see a girl standing outside the velvet ropes of a nightclub um, i think that jessica was the first female bartender at club utopia and now like we're here at Chago, it's all female. And which isn't very fair. I've got four sons trying to help them, like, ah, they only hire girls, but you know. Right. Anything can happen in this city. Yeah. I love it. Dreams do come true. No, oh, that was amazing. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping by thank with us today. This was a lot of fun. So, and, uh, don't also, forget, it's the Wednesday, November 22nd. Yes. Please bring a perishable or non-perishable in here because we can give it to the homeless and celebrate and, and know, meet all of us. Clothing, everything. Clothing, absolutely. All clothing, and food. also, I should say that it looks like your posse is also here on Sundays for football or Monday night, fo Monday night football. We support, or? you never know when we're going to pop in. Uh, we've got the model dinners on Mondays. Here we've got uh, Monday Night Football. We usually grab the little couches over there. Uh, Las Vegas Bucket List is very involved with supporting a lot here where we'll do some open bar bracelets. I've got a salsa night coming up. I have uh, You're a dancer. Really? A dancer. She's a dancer. Yeah. 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 And um, the rodeo is going to be here. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to bring back, once again, always reinventing myself. We're going to do a country night here. Okay. Oh, yeah. So. It's not a lot in Vegas. 
like specific venues, but there's not a lot of country. I'm gonna go right. buy some Wranglers and a and a hat. I like it. And, well, uh, we've got bikinis and boots. Maybe I'll hire you as yeah. our atmosphere model. Maybe. There you, there go. you go. There you go. I love it. Yeah. All so right. You can go to TiffanyMasters.com to sign up for more information. It's like our newsletter, and we'll send out what we're doing on these dates and all the free gifts we've got. Especially, I do a lot with Aerosmith now. I'm sure you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a lot of people to, to make their I've, bucket list. Some of the best dinner. photos of Steven Tyler I've seen from your camera uh, <laughs> right at the bottom of the stage, oh, front row. That's okay, now it's her. all coming yeah. together. Yeah. We've mentioned yeah. you multiple times. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. You need to get out there. Yeah, definitely. Well, all thanks right. for having me. Yeah, thank thanks you. for coming. We'll see you guys next week.